The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights to how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And today I'm delighted to welcome to the show little grandmother Selena Water Eagle, who is going to talk to us today about the re-emergence of the sacred feminine and her connection to the original 13 clan mothers. Selena, welcome to the show. Oh, Quay, greetings. Thank you so much, Peter, for that lovely opening. And I'd like to extend a warm greeting to all of your listeners as well from from my home here in the land of the Eastern Door. So, Selena, first of all, let's let's just talk about that. You live in Nova Scotia, and, and what do you mean by the land of the Eastern Door? Ah, well, it's this land is the traditional land of the Wabanaki people, who are um, the people of the Dawn, the indigenous peoples of this land, who I am carry that ancestral lineage. And um, this land here of the far eastern coast of Canada, um, the land of the Wabanaki, it consists of um, the maritime provinces, which are Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, um, Prince Edward Island, um, and also into parts of Vermont, and also into parts of Quebec. That's all was original territory of the Wabanaki, which means people of the dawn, because this is where the sun rises first upon Turtle Island, which is North America. This is where the sun rises first. And so in in this land, in this territory, there is a gateway to Mother Earth that exists here, and that gateway, that portal, is the eastern door. That doorway was closed for more than 500 years. It was closed by Creator during the time of the um, introduction of the new people who came here across the waters. And um, it has since been reopened just a few short years ago. So this is another sign of the incredible times that we are in, that that doorway would be 
reopened again. So it's very exciting. Lots to talk about with you um, and your listeners about that. And um, and I'm just grateful. I thank you for this opportunity to to share well, that. It's a it's a pleasure. So just for clarification, then, so the the, the portal that that used to exist that was used by uh, the indigenous peoples of North America 500 years ago from now. So this is when the Western world of Europe came to uh, North America. So the Eastern Door was closed at that point when yes. the new people arrived here. Yes, it was. That doorway was closed for protection. There, um, there. It was determined that that needed to be so, and um, it was. What, what needed to be at the time. Um, the specifics, uh, um, particulars of all of that, there is so much to know about, about that. But what I can tell you and what I can speak of at this time is that that doorway has been opened once again. And with it comes a great responsibility um, for the, um, the wisdom keepers uh, to honor that doorway and all that is required to take care of that responsibility. And you're essentially involved in that, I assume? I have been um, through ceremony and through connecting with the ancient ones who are the keepers of the Eastern Door. They have revealed that I am to be a part of um, helping to take care of that doorway and be responsible. Yes, that is Part of my um, responsibility, one of the many responsibilities that I that I have. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk a little bit for a minute about your own uh, personal lineage, because yes. you have a mixed lineage, and I think that's yes. a significant part of your work and your life. So, just talk to us about that. Absolutely. Well, I can share with you that um, this is my home. I'm, this is my place of my birth here in Nova Scotia. I'm actually from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, and um, Nova Scotia is has a unique history in that it is the only province in all of Canada that had legalized slavery. And so my ancestors are um, the ex-slaves that were brought here to Nova Scotia from South Carolina. And, um, you know, that there, you know, um, slavery would be abolished in time, but there was a period of time in history of Canada that um, slavery was legal. And during that time, there was the colonization of Mi'kmaq as well. It was a very difficult time um, in the history of this land. Um, the Mi'kmaq people and the Black people did. Some of them did come together, and those are my ancestors. I am mixed um, race of both, and I also carry um, Scottish ancestry in my lineages as well. So, and there's a very strong um, Scottish presence here in Nova Scotia. In fact, the name Nova Scotia literally means New Scotland, and so it's a very rich. Um, um, history here, um, and so my lineage kind of reflects some of that. Well, very yeah. much so. So just explain the Mi'kmaq for people who don't know who they are. Just explain the Mi'kmaq nation from Nova Scotia. 
Right. The Mi'kmaq are the original uh, inhabitants, the first peoples of Nova Scotia are the Mi'kmaq, commonly known as the Mi'kmaq. And the Mi'kmaq, Mi'kmaq um, First Nations peoples are part of the Wabanaki Confederacy, which is comprised of five tribes. And the, the name Mi'kmaq means the people. And uh, it, the Mi'kmaq are part of the Eastern Woodlands peoples. And um, it's also, uh, there is many of the elders of the old ones who uh, refer to the Mi'kmaq people as the people of the Red Earth. Because this is one of the places in uh, on Turtle Island and on the Earth where we have, literally have Red Earth here, much the same as you have in in Arizona and, and California, places like that, where you will find red earth, and also in Australia, you will find that earth here. So it's very fascinating, uh, making the connection, yeah. It is, because when you have the red earth, you usually have a, an, a strong iron content, which gives the opportunity yep. for numerous vortex sites, uh, just like in Sedona, in, in Arizona, as you say. Yeah. The other thing that I, I find really interesting is, uh, again, from my own knowledge of, of, of history, that when uh, Henry, Henry Sinclair left Scotland in 1396, he came to Nova Scotia when he first landed on uh, the East Coast and became very closely connected with the, the Mi'kmaq people, and, and he has a legendary name of, of Blueskap. So within you, you're carrying this fascinating Scottish Mi'kmaq connection, Mi'kmaq black connection. So why, why do you think spiritually this happened, you were born this way? That's a very interesting question, a compelling question, one that I continue to um, explore as I live on this, on this earth. Um, what I can share with you is what the ancestors have, have spoken to me about being born mixed race, very important. It was very healing for me, and it came about during a ceremony that I attended while living in Ontario, and a, a, a medicine woman was doing um, powerful ceremony there in the lodge, and um, one of the women who was an initiate um, spoke in front of this room of people, this uh, group of people, and she said, I have something that I need to share with you that the ancestors are telling me that they need to, you to hear this message from them. And the first thing that she spoke of was my childhood, and she said, um, they were asking me to tell you that, that during your childhood, there were things that you were shown, and the most important thing that you were shown is that you know what love is not. I found that quite interesting because I, there was, you know, we all struggle with understanding what, why do we sometimes suffer in childhood? What is that all about? Where does that come from? So that was a, a very healing message for me at the time. And the second thing they said, to, to, for message that they asked to have relayed to me, they said, the reason you were born mixed race is because you are to be a reflection of the coming together of the races. And in that moment, it was just very clear, and I understood 
why I had been given this responsibility for that is how I view it. I, I am to be that reflection. So I, um, I feel that in, in this walk that I am on, this earth walk, I have been given an opportunity to help to bring the races together. And so this sacred bundle that I walk with, the grandmothers, the celestial grandmothers, whom we'll talk about a little, in a little bit, and the clan mothers, they've made it very clear that this sacred bundle that I walk with that is so ancient is to be a safe place for people of all um, ethnic backgrounds, all peoples of all walks of life are invited to come because we are to come back together in unity. Selena, we're coming up to our first break and we will indeed continue talking about the Celestial Grandmothers in the next segment. This is yeah. Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it it's rattle me. It's scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. 
new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. I have with me today little grandmother Selena Water Eagle. So, Selena, perhaps you could tell us now about how your spiritual journey began. Absolutely. I was living in Ontario, uh, Canada, at the time, and uh, I had a very powerful spiritual experience of all things while watching the news on TV. Um, I witnessed something in the news. Uh, it was um, a conflict between the... Um, Quebec police and the um, Mohawk Nation, uh, and they were uh, using weapons on women and children, and it was it was a, a, a terrible time in in Canada's history, and certainly in the history of Quebec, and that many um, Aboriginal people came from all over in support of the people of the of the um, Tall Pines at that time. The red line. So what I, I what I did was I um, was inspired by that and was invited into a traditional healing circle at a, at a, a traditional healing lodge in Ontario, and I entered into that lodge, that healing circle, and began taking care of myself and um, remembering who I was, and I had elders. Um, teaching me and medicine people, helping me to um, pray and to really starting, I was like a baby starting from the beginning. I had let go of any spirituality and just kind of wandered lost. And uh, and I was very um, confused about who I was. Uh, so that was in 1990. And I entered into the circle and I began to pray and to uh, practice meditation, and I started having very powerful prophetic dreams. And to the point where I went to an elder and I shared some of these dreams with him, um, particularly I was having these dreams of these old ancestors, and they were singing songs to me. And I, I would remember the songs when I woke up. And so I, I went to an elder and I, I shared these songs and I, and I sang them to him, and he said, those are your ancestors that are singing to you, and the songs that they're singing are healing songs, and what they are doing is they are helping you to heal while you're sleeping, and that started fairly quickly after I joined that healing circle, and and it just grew from there uh, with these dreams and with... Um, my my awakening, that was my awakening, learning in the traditional way, in the ancient ways. And I was very um, 
committed. I became very committed quite early to following this path and seeing where it would take me, even though I was still very afraid of it. Much was happening within me that I didn't understand, and I, but I did have the support of, of wise people around me who understood what I was going through and supported me as I was awakening. And then in time, about three, four years into that, I moved away from that particular circle. My time there was complete, and eventually I would go to other circles, and I would go and sit at the knee of the elders and listen to their stories and their teachings, and I kept working on myself and fasting and praying every year. I committed to that, going out into the bush and fasting every year. Um, that became a way of life for me, and eventually it would lead to me entering into spiritual seclusion for a period that would last seven years. Uh, I had no idea that was coming or that it would take that long, but it did. And when I emerged from that time in December 2003, my guide, who is Grandmother Turtle, uh, would let me know that that part, that cycle was complete, and that I was to return home here to Nova Scotia to begin the work that I that they had prepared me to do. So that's a little bit of how that started. So just tell us a little bit about what, what you mean by uh, spiritual seclusion for seven years, because that's obviously a significant time period. What, what were you actually doing and where did you go uh, in that seclusion? I was, I was, well, for me, I guess it was done in sort of like a modern way. I mean, historically, I guess we would, when someone goes on a vision quest of such magnitude, they would and visualize them perhaps being on a mountaintop somewhere isolated. Um, no, this was modern-day time. I was living in a crowded city in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, I had taken a little tiny little uh, apartment uh, and a house, and I, I would stay there. I was not in complete seclusion, but I spent very little time out, only when I needed to go out. And occasionally, on rare occasions, I would be invited to go out to speak on things that were coming to me while I was in this period of, of oneness with myself and with creation. And I would go out and speak on occasion, or when I was called to go and meet with an elder or something like that. But I spent that time in prayer and meditation, and it was a great, it was an accelerated ascension time for me to the point where about a year into it, I was sitting in meditation and I, I, I experienced this profound energy just envelop me. And I became, I wasn't familiar with it, I was afraid, I called my guides, and they allowed, they assured me that I was okay. And this energy, as it enveloped me, I heard a voice speak louder than any voice I'd ever heard. And this voice would say to me, you are resonating in the frequency of the harmonic convergence. So I was literally being, um, my vibration was being raised to that frequency. And I didn't even know at the time what the harmonic convergence was. <laughs> so I had to go and, and read up on that and learn what, what on earth is the harmonic convergence. That's how green I was on such matters. But I learned, and I, I, it, it occurred, and it, and it was with my guides, these divine beings who, with the love and support and protection of the, the, my ancestors, who lovingly brought me into this way of being that 
um, would take that long. It would take seven years. And, and in, in fact, in total, it would take 13 years. From 1990, I emerged in December of 2003, and seven years of that time was in spiritual seclusion. And that was obviously a time of preparation for you in the work to come, in working with the ancestors. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. It was they were preparing me. And much of that time was working on my own healing to clear myself. And also while I was healing, they were teaching me, although I didn't really fully understand that initially, they were teaching me in the ancient ways of healing. They were showing me how does that work? How do we really heal to our core? What does it take? And why do we need healing? I had a lot of whys. And, um, and so the, I had to l- learn eventually that the, to replace all of these why, why this and why that, and, in, and replace it with faith. Through faith, the answers would come, but it was why was tripping me up a lot. So I want to share that with people who are going through a lot of things and that they may not fully understand. If the divine beings who are with you, surround yourself with them. Have faith in them. Let them lead you. Let them guide you. And the answers will come. You know, I, I I think I would frustrate my guides sometimes with all the the why this and why that when some things are simply the way they are for that is how it has unfolded. It is the natural way of things. It's interesting because my first uh, part of life was it was a, as a chemistry teacher, so I was trained to be very analytical, and so I used to ask that question <laughs> why all the time. And eventually a shift took place for me where I showed faith in the information, the awareness that I had. And then once I showed faith, eventually the answers would be revealed in good time. But faith had to come first. Absolutely. I came to have a great respect for living in faith. And living in faith taught me a very important lesson, which is that we must exist, and we do exist in divine time when we are speaking of spiritual matters. There is such a thing as divine time, and we must respect that component. So when people speak of prophecy, when people speak of their spiritual awakening and why is it taking so long or why is it speeding up so fast, or why is that person so further along, so much further along than I am when seemingly they, I have just as much intelligence, if you will, as they. We, you know, we, and people question. And something very important that the guide, my guides have taught me, really important to understand that first and foremost, we do not compare ourselves to one another. That is not something that is productive or a good thing for us to do. So not to compare your journey with that of another, for they, their journey is very, very different. Their history is very, very different. And so once I understood that, that I, that I would look at others and say, oh, they seem so much further along than me. Why is that? Well, this is my journey, and we cannot compare ourselves. And the other thing is that 
it, we must honor divine time. That is simply the time that it would take for us. So I understand that the seven years that it took for me to um, be in, in silence, in stillness, that that is not necessary in order for one to achieve and fulfill their spiritual awakening. It's a journey that I took, and I anchored that upon the earth, but it's not necessary for one to fully achieve oneness. Selena, we're coming up to our second break, and after the break we'll be talking about the Ancient Ones. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! try it. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. 
I have with me today little grandmother Selena Water Eagle. And Selena, having gone through your preparations, you then had this very strong connection with the Ancient Ones. So please yes. tell us all about that connection with the Ancient Ones. Absolutely. I um, Well, as I mentioned earlier, I, it, my journey started with, with the ancestors. And I felt initially, I thought initially that my life's work would be working with them and only them. I had no way of knowing that they were sort of grooming me, if you will, or preparing me to work with divine beings that I had not yet met. And these were celestial beings, star beings, and um, ancient ones who had a, a great task for me to fulfill upon the earth, and they will come to others as well. Um, but the ancestors were preparing me to connect with who I now know to be the 13 original clan mothers. And they started showing up in, uh, um, in dream time for me. Um, I would see them off to one side with the ancestors. Um, eventually, I would be comforted by their presence and, and look forward to connecting with them. Um, and, and I would seek their counsel on occasion, and then eventually when I started doing my healing work, they would enter into my, well, I would see them kind of off to one side, and, uh, not really involved, but just being aware that they were present. And the 13 original clan mothers, for those who may not be um, fully aware of who they are, there's a wonderful book that's been written by Jamie Sams called The 13 Original Clan Mothers, and that book outlines a a lot about who they are, but essentially what I can tell you is what they've said to me is that they are the original clan mothers who who did seed the earth with life. And I'm going to read to you literally a message that they gave to me um, when they first sort of broke contact with me as initiated true contact with me where it was was no longer passive, but they were directly communicating. And this message was very, very profound. It came on the, uh, at the time of the new moon. And I'll read to you very quickly what was said, because I, I think it's very complete. Um, so this message was given to me. This was about 10 years ago now, on the morning of Tuesday, April 4th at 8 a.m., We have come through during the time of lunar eclipse of the sun, new moon symbol of which you are brought here upon the earth. I just want to take a moment to explain to everyone that I was born on the night of the new moon, so that's what they were referring to in in that sentence. Be a messenger to the people. Tell them who we are. We are the 13 original clan mothers who have seeded the earth with life. Excuse me. We have been bestowed with the divine original blueprint which makes up humanity and more. The 12 DNA strands that are encoded with the human map of destiny. DNA is encoded with the map of your destiny. This is the work that you are doing. It is clearing DNA to restore the map of the destiny of earth and all life upon the earth. Through divine will, those who are ready will be chosen to read the map and know to receive the instructions of what is to be done. 
we, the 13 original clan mothers, would speak of these matters uh, in coming times for those who are ready to receive and whose hearts resonate with this higher truth. The 13 original clan mothers would return in this time to complete the work that we have been given to do. Our work is directly tied to restoring the information encoded into the 12 DNA strands. Daughter, lift up your heart to the sun and the moon. We bring you the light to infuse the hearts of those who are ready. Taho, the 13 original clan mothers. I want to just for a moment just quickly say to you that um, when they speak of daughter, lift up your heart to the sun and the moon, my name, Selena, literally means sun and moon. Selena, S-E-L, the first part comes from S-O-L, which is sun, and the second part, Lena, is from Luna, moon. So I am sun and moon, and that's where they, why they spoke that lift up your heart to the sun and the moon. Um, And that is also, as you know, the balance of the masculine and the feminine. We always bring that back into our awareness when we are um, um, looking to rebirth, renew, revitalize ourselves. We bring that balance into ourselves. For as you know, we are of both masculine and feminine energies, and they must be in balance. And so the the clan mothers and the grandmothers have bestowed upon me an ancient healing way to help to bring together those who are ready, um, bring them together with these divine celestial beings who've come to help us to restore our DNA and and activate that. It's, It's so critical to this time this, that we are in and what we are doing here upon the planet at, the to- at this time. For the Earth Mother herself, is her DNA is being awakened. Uh, it's a very important time. So what, what, one of the ways in which we've been out of balance um, is with the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine, and the re-emergence of the sacred feminine is critically important at this time. So what have you been told about that aspect of of the shift that we need to work through? Indeed, the um, sacred feminine has um, has been submerged upon the earth for a very long time. And it has been deemed time now for the feminine to reemerge and take its rightful place here in this in this um, earth energy that we are are finding ourselves in it is re- to restore the feminine back into balance and when the feminine is is restored and brought back into balance the masculine must follow it is i want to give you an example of that when a a, um, a child is first conceived that child that energy is feminine, and it always starts feminine, and then as in time, eventually it will become, if it's to become masculine, it will become masculine. That always starts from the feminine. That, that is the seed. That is the seed. And so it is the way of things. It is the way of creation at this time. And as 
the feminine as woman, woman is being asked to uh, lead the way with the, the um, awakening of the earth, for we are to be the birthers. We are to be the midwives to the birthing of this new earth. And women are the birthers because we have been given that responsibility by creator, source of all, to birthers. That is our medicine. One of our medicines is that of the birthers. And so whether we carry the medicine, whether it be to birth a child or to birth a new idea or to birth a new earth, we are carrying that energy within our being as the birthers, as women. So we are being asked to bring that through at this awaken it inside from within ourselves to support the changes that the earth is going through in this rebirthing at this time. Now, a really important point you've made, gone past over fairly quickly in terms of you've talked about the blueprint and the DNA, which is, in, is somewhat dormant in, in terms of reactivation into 12-strand DNA. And this is taking place within the planet itself as well as within humanity. Absolutely, absolutely. It's taking place within the trees, within the animals, within the two-legged, the four-legged, those who swim, those who crawl. Um, we are, we are, there is a great awakening that is occurring. And um, we are, there are many who have come to the earth at this time to help lead the way. And it's, it's so important that we know that whatever one's gift is, for we, the elders speak of we came to this earth plane with two things. We came with a purpose and we come with gifts. And our task is to uncover what our gifts are. What do we bring to the earth that is going to help in this time? For we all have something to give, and that gift that we give is so important. So it is important that we awaken. It is important that we heal. It is important that we not try to skip over steps and just jump into um, naming ourselves this or that or the other thing. Um, I see too many people trying to go too fast, and they get caught up in that, and then their ego interferes. This is a time we are to be gentle with ourselves and honor sacred time. Selena, we're coming up to our last break, and uh, I'm going to ask you after the break to talk about the coming times, the so-called end times by some people, and what you understand from the clan mothers about this time. This Thank is Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Yes. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. 
years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help... is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tung. I have with me today little grandmother Selena Water Eagle, who is talking about her strong connection with the original clan mothers. And Selena, I'd like you to now tell us a little bit about what they have told you or what you know about the coming next few years. There's been lots of talk about 2012 and the end times. What do you understand about what is happening on the planet and in the universe in the next little while? Hmm. Very good, very good question, Peter. I think it's really important. I want to share something that has been spoken of repeatedly to me uh, by the ancient ones um, who include the 13 original clan mothers. They are not only the 13 original clan mothers. Um, I do work with other star um, being energies as well. And, and, I would like to say that I would like to share something with you that came as a message to me at a very important time through Source of All, um, Creator. And it was a very simple message. 
about this time that we're in and our responsibility in this time. And it was this, remain present and in the moment. And so that message resonated with me and I understood it. We have given a lot of energy away to focusing on what is to come in the future in 2012 and beyond or before. We spend a lot of energy on that. And yes, it, we, we must reflect upon what is to come seven, seven generations into the future and our responsibility of how are we um, handling our personal stewardship with the earth for those generations that are to come. We have a responsibility to be mindful of that. And the way to be mindful of that is to remain present and in the moment. Take responsibility for where we are now and how we're living our life now. Now, I understand the other part of what you were saying is what are we to do, what, what is to come. And what the grandmothers are saying is that the, as the earth awakens and that old energy that is, does not serve the divine higher good for the earth and all upon the earth, as it falls away, we are, the earth is being rebirthed, is being renewed. And we are being carried with that. She is bringing her children along with her, Mother Earth, all of her children. And it can be a tumultuous time. And the way that we handle these, all these energies that are flooding the planet at this time and all that's going on with our DNA and all that's happening with the awakening of our consciousness, the way to handle it is drink clean water. Pure water. Drink clean water. Stay away from contaminated food. And when I'm speaking of contaminated food, I'm speaking of processed meat or meat, period. Meat that is not grown naturally. Very important. Very important. Like, we really need to get to the basics right now. That's what I really would like to say. Stay grounded. Stay close to the earth. Stay very close. Stay late. Take long walks in nature. Sit in nature. Be still in nature. Talk to the trees. Talk to the trees. Beautiful. And and be with the earth, the spirit of the earth. Just simply sit upon the earth and ask Mother Earth to help bless your spirit. Do these things. Be be. Another very important message that the grandmothers have given to me, surround yourself with loving and supportive people. So important right now. If there are people that are causing harm or discord or heaviness within you, be they friend or lover or relative, you have to come to terms with that. Is that person really to be in your life? And get strong, get courageous, and be guided about that. Release those that are no longer meant to be there. Uh, just be, be with that. So what I would say to you is that these times, there is a lot of tumultuous energy that is occurring right now where duality is almost like there's a conflict happening. What, I, what we need to do throughout all of that is to remain in our center, 
focus on being in gratitude and in love. Focus on the love in your heart. Bring that out, and you'll and and connect with the divine Creator in whatever way you know Creator to be. Connect with Creator and connect with your guide and be um, centered and centered. Be centered. Ask to be centered. And know that as these times, as all this chaos unfolds around us, we can rise above it. We do not need to partake it, of it. We do not need to. Selena, it's a, not a that great we turn the blind to, uh, That's a great spot to us to come to a conclusion. But I do want to give you the chance to mention your grandmother's medicine lodge and your website. Let us speak Thank about you. that for a moment. Yes. Um, well, it's, I want to take this time to thank all of your listeners for, for sharing and listening uh, to me. Absolutely, my website is grandmothersmedicinelodge.com. That's grandmothersmedicinelodge.com. And um, you can, you're welcome to email me from there, contact me, um, events. I'm, I do travel with my work, so if there are any who um, would like to host me coming and sharing with them and bringing sacred uh, um, ceremony or wisdom teachings, I'm open to that. And I uh, just thank you, Peter, for being a gracious host and um, honoring the message and the work that I bring to the earth at this time. Selena, it's an absolute pleasure, and I really appreciate your time today, giving us lots of things to think about and be reassured by. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Malali Nogama. Thank you all. God bless you. Mm-hmm. So just uh, like to remind you all that I have a monthly newsletter that comes out at, at the first few days of each month, and if you'd like to subscribe to that newsletter, simply go to petertongue.com and sign up for that newsletter. The next one will be out next week. Always has some fantastic and interesting information in it, so please uh, do check that out. And I'm delighted to let you know that next week uh, my guest on the show will be John Major Jenkins, who is an authority on 2012, uh, specifically connected with Maya cosmology and the information that has come from the Mayan peoples and he will be talking specifically about the galactic alignment of December 21st, 2012. It really is uh, an exciting time in which we are living, and I'm so proud of my guests who bring forward tremendous insight and information for us to understand. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, wishing you a wonderful week. found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.